Hello and welcome to Stuck in the 90s. We are your weekly nostalgia podcast chronicling the years 1990 through 1999. We are your hosts. My name is Chris Alvick. And I'm Connor Thompson. This week, we are finishing off the year. We are bringing you December 23rd through 31st, 1992. Guys, Connor and I have talked about this. Today will be the final episode of Stuck in the 90s, season one. Boom. I thought you were going to hold it longer on that. <laughs> I was I was going to milk that one. Yeah. I I I I don't I didn't want to play too reality TV into it. It's okay. Um we actually have talked this over uh simply because of the way I I search up uh movies at the box office. It's way easier to just uh start the next episode as season 2 episode 1, which is uh how we'll be ringing in the new year. But uh more on that. All right. Later. December 23rd. HBO's 20th birthday celebration, not a surprise party, but surprising. When home box office, HBO, began beaming a microwave broadcast to 350 homes in Pennsylvania on November 8, 1972, with a lineup consisting of a Madison Square Garden hockey game and a movie called, aptly enough, sometimes a great notion, the prospect of a future television special called HBO's 20th anniversary may have seemed remote. That the celebration would have been carried on CBS must have been inconceivable. I find it hard to conceive right now. Right? Showing up as hosts for the occasion are Billy Crystal, Robin Williams, Whoopi Goldberg, Gary Shandling, and Bette Midler. They introduce collections of clips featuring stars like Lily Tomlin, Roseanne Barr, now Arnold, Jerry Seinfeld, Richard Pryor, George Carlin, and Richard Lewis. Nice. Pretty cool. Yeah. You know what? There's not enough gardens anymore. We've brought back gardens, like, you know, there's a lot more home gardening going on, but, like, as far as, like, stadiums and sports places, we were talking about Maple Leaf Gardens closing down. Madison Square Garden's on its last legs. Like, we need we need more gardens. Like, AT&T, I know you're going to call your thing, you know, like, AT&T Stadium or whatever. Why not AT&T Gardens? To all the billionaire developers who listen to our podcast, get on it. Mark Cuban, how about... Okay, Mark Cuban should call his place the Cigar Dome, obviously. Cigardens. Ooh, there we go. Yeah. This is now a podcast about naming stadiums. Oh. But actually, December 24th, President-elect Bill Clinton names final members of his cabinet. Boring. Also, at home with Robin Williams. Good for a laugh, not a bad listener. It's 7 p.m. and Robin Williams has just returned home from taping the Arsenio Hall show. His two younger children are scampering the hallways and laughing, and Mr. Williams, wearing a black shirt and baggy pleated pants, steps into the living room and sits wearily on a footstool. His wife, Marcia, brings him a Coke, and he tries to stifle a yawn. He has jet lag from a London flight earlier in the day, and he has barely had time to unpack. The land is so nice, he says. Pools in the back, tennis courts in the front, and there's even a treehouse, which is up for rent. A sublet, he smiles. The article goes on to describe the evening with Robin Williams, going into details about his career, his first marriage, and drug use in the 80s. More on that later. Yeah. December. Also, it was the 80s. Everyone used drugs. December 25th. I'm so happy I get to read this, but for the record, it was uh, written by Chris. I don't know what you're talking about. Sorry. It was written by probably uh, like the LA Times or yeah, the New York Times. Very legitimate news report. Yeah. Christmas Day 92. Headline, Sticky Bandits Arrested in Central Park. Only days after escaping prison, serial burglars Harry Lime and Marv Merchants were arrested under bizarre circumstances in Central Park early Christmas morning in what one NYPD officer described as 
Like the 4th of July, the duo, formerly known as the Wet Bandits, were professional burglars based primarily in the Chicago area. They earned their nickname by plugging all drains and running all taps and fixtures, causing extensive flooding and property damage, in addition to stealing any valuables they could find. Merchants, upon arrest, insisted on being referred to by their new nickname, the Sticky Bandits, for unknown reasons. Lyman merchants were discovered by NYPD after an anonymous tip alerted them to their presence in the area and to look out for fireworks, where the duo was discovered covered in tar and birdseed being swarmed with hundreds of pigeons. Discovered along with the grotesque thieves was photographic evidence of the two stealing cash from Duncan's toy chest, as well as an audio recording of the two threatening to murder an unknown captive. The security system at Duncan's toy chest was triggered slightly after midnight when a window was shattered. It is currently unknown if this was related to the robbery attempt or perhaps a happy Christmas coincidence. In lighter news, all money was recovered. That's really good to know. What a... Must have been a Christmas vigilante out there. Wow. Fascinating. Yes. Real and real good and real authentic news. Yep. December 26th, a 30s game goes electronic. It may be the greatest free market of all time, born in a depression <laughs> and giving millions and millions of entrepreneurs the chance to parlay a few hundred bucks onto vast real estate fortunes. And for now, the 90s come Virgin Games' new computer versions of Parker Brothers' classic, Monopoly, Monopoly Deluxe, and Monopoly Deluxe for Windows. Wow. They faithfully recreate the original game, adding singing, dancing, and automatic dice rolling, not to mention a reliable banker, which, come to think of it, could be the most fantastical thing that the games have going for them. That's, that's pretty nice. Oh boy. December 27th. A US F-16 Fighting Falcon shoots down an Iraqi MiG-25 Foxbat that violated the Iraqi no-fly zone. Neat. <clears throat> I shouldn't have said neat. I mean, airplanes are neat. Airplanes that's are what, neat. That's what I meant. Also on this date, watching IBM and wondering whether to buy? International Business Machines Corporation, once the king of the computer companies, has lost more than half its stock value this year and will report a second consecutive annual loss. Its full employment, no layoff policy is history. It's fat dividend on the chopping block. The litany of IBM's woes have been recited to investors many times in recent weeks in excruciating detail. But what's the outlook for customers? With the corporation in such disarray, does it make sense to pledge allegiance to Big Blue? No. Hard no. Hard, hard no. December 28th, Harry Connick arrested. Harry Connick Jr., to be precise. The singer and musician was arrested at Kennedy International Airport last night when he tried to board an airliner while carrying an unloaded semi-automatic pistol, according to Port Authority Police. He was later given bullets and allowed to, re, uh, to board the plane. Oh. That's what you, uh, no half measures. No. Don't, don't board the plane with an unloaded rifle. Well, December 29th, in news that I will mispronounce, Brazil's president, Fernando Color de Mello, is found guilty on charges that he stole more than $32 million from the government, preventing him from holding an elected office for eight years years that's amazing Jesus. i love that so much you stole 32 million dollars you yeah. can't hold elected office for eight years not even 10 couldn't go double digits yeah uh in in very very 90s news ernest hahn the pioneer of the modern shopping mall dies Ernest W. Hahn, a German immigrant's son who helped invent the suburban shopping mall and became uh, went on to become one of America's wealthiest men in the process, died early Monday after a long battle with prostate cancer. He was 73. So along with developers Edward DiBartolo, 
Uh, Leonard Faber and James Rouse, Han refined the concept of the modern shopping mall to something beyond mere commercial centers. In Han's vision, shopping malls became focuses of community activity, complete with skating rinks and daycare centers. That's cool because that's, malls are that's cool. pretty sweet. I love malls. I love good malls. I love good malls. Yeah. yeah. Um, if any of you have ever been to Niagara Falls, our local mall Hot is garbage. the worst. Yep. Uh, in kind of other news, uh, when I went to see Star Wars again, or when I went to see Rogue One again the other day, uh, it was at a movie theater in a mall. And there were, like, kids just loitering and, like, sitting, just, like, sitting uh, up against a wall. Feels and it right. kind of, it warmed my heart a little bit. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, these kids are hanging out at the mall. It was cool. Anyway, let's, uh, we've got two more days and we're finishing off the year in news. December 30th, parents leave girls cope in real life home alone. This happened in Geneva, I assume, Illinois. Yep. It's three vertical lines, which I assume is a capital I followed by two L's. Geneva the third. That, that, I like that more. A real-life home alone ended less than comically on Tuesday when the parents of two young children returned from a nine-day Christmas vacation and were arrested aboard their plane on charges <laughs> of leaving their daughters alone at home. David and Sharon Chu of Campton Township, an upper-middle-class community 50 miles west of Chicago, were charged with felony child abandonment within moments of their arrival at O'Hare International Airport. The plight of the children, nine-year-old Nicole, and her four-year-old sister Diana was discovered December 21st after a smoke alarm accidentally went off and the older sister called 911. The girl's maternal grandmother knew the shoes were going on vacation and had offered to care for the children while the parents were away, but the shoes assured her that arrangements had been made, police said. Or whether or not they fought uh, bandits of the possibly wet variety? We're sticky. We don't know. Wow. Do you think if there was a real Home Alone 3, they'd be the dry bandits? Ooh, maybe. More on that uh, next Christmas. Next Christmas. <laughs> yeah. December 31st, the 21st annual New Year's Rockin' Eve special airs on ABC with appearances by TLC, Belle Biv DeVoe, Slaughter, John Cicada, the Village People, and Barry Manilow. Also, President Bush arrives in Somalia to spend New Year's Day with the U.S. troops who are part of the Unified Task Force. How nice. And that brings a close to your news from the final week of 1992. How about that? But we're not completely done because we still have movies and music. There was things at the box office this week. People go to see movies on Christmas. Sometimes. And uh, what do you think they were seeing this week? All right. In the number one spot of the box office, a fan favorite, uh, me being the fan, A Few Good Men. I mean... It's a great movie. I assume so. I don't think I've seen it. That is insane. But you know what I have seen? Yeah. Number two. Yeah. Aladdin. Genie. One of the best movie characters of all time. Oh, he's so good. Love and it. it's just... It raises many questions too, but... Yeah. A movie I'm not terribly familiar with in the number three spot, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. It's a good movie. You should check it out. Mm. Yeah. Uh, holy shit. It's made $124 million up to this point. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, it deserves every penny of that. Every flipping one. Uh, number four, we have The Bodyguard. And five is Forever Young. I wanna be forever young. That was beautiful. Moving down the list, we've got uh, Hoffa, probably about Jimmy Hoffa. Ooh. Uh, what else do we have? Muppet Christmas oh, Carol. Oh, nice, nice. We've got another Robin Williams movie at number 10, Toys. Yep, that's true. And opening this week, uh, oh, only opening in 20 theaters, uh, we've got Scent of a Woman. Hoo-ah! 
I only know that because of the Seinfeld. Super Nazi episode. Yeah. yeah. Al Pacino, scent of a woman. Hoo-ah. Hoo-ah. <laughs> no well, soup for you. That's a, oh. good, that's a good note to end on. Yeah. I went for soup the other day and it was closed. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know they closed. I, I know. I mean, it was there's like December 23rd. Podcast listeners letting you into our world. In Niagara Falls, there's a donut shop called Country Fresh, which serves the best wonton soup. Maybe, maybe oh, yeah. not. I don't know if it's best wonton soup ever. Possibly. By far the best in the city. I would I say. Think be- possibly best wonton soup ever. Possibly best um, wonton you know soup who, ever. You know who went there recently and posted about it online? Who? Uh, Spencer Rice. Spenny? Yeah, oh, Spenny from Kenny vs. Spenny. I loved Kenny vs. I guess he was Spenny. in Niagara Falls or something. That's funny. And went to Country Fresh. Ugh. And gave it a solid endorsement. That's great. I feel so good about that. Oh yeah, Spenny's had Spenny's had the soup. Spenny's had the soup. It's so goddamn good, everybody. Um, in sad news, though. Billboard Hot 100. Number one song. And I... Wow. We'll always love... That's right, number one song, I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. We have nothing else to say about that. I think I said enough. I said you, more. You than really enough. did. Uh two, we get Rump Shaker by Rex and Effect. I have no idea what this is. No, I really should have listened to it. I should have listened to it too. And we're recording on Christmas Day night. Yeah. I, so I mean the preparation here is I'm full of turkey. Full of turkey. At three we have If I Ever Fall in Love by Shay. Number four, <laughs> in the still of the night, boys to men. What happens in the still of the night? They spelled night N-I-T-E as well. Ooh, sexy. And five is I Die Without You by PM Dawn. All right. Uh, none of those matter, though, because number six. A song I know. A song I know as well. Rhythm is a Dancer by Rhythm Snap. Rhythm is a Dancer. That's what we know about it. Yeah. Uh, we know it. We don't know the words. Yeah. Um, ooh. I'm, am I okay to skip down to 12? I assumed that was what was Our boy, Mikey B, to love somebody, Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton is to love somebody this week on the Billboard. How do you feel about 13, Deeper and Deeper, Madonna? It's a 90s Madonna song. It's a 90s song. Madonna song. We're moving on. That's all you need to know about it. Uh, at 16, we have Layla by Eric Clapton. That's a good one. Slow hand. Classic. Yeah. There's a song by the Spin Doctors at 17 that isn't Two Princes. Oh. That's a thing, I guess. Yeah. Little Miss Can't Be Wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to listen to that eventually. Yeah. Where do we where do we end this thing? Um, there's gotta be something real good. Oh, th- it's a struggle though. I mean, we could end it on 32. It is a very 90s song. Yeah, we've talked oh that's Oh, we have talked about it on Jump Around by House of Pain. I feel like we gotta dig a little deeper. Yeah. Ooh, 42. Yeah. A song by Peebo Bryson, a name you might remember. If you've been a long time listener. Yeah, we talked about him earlier in the year. This is A Whole New World, the Aladdin theme song. A new... I'm going to cut myself off right there. A new fantastic point of view. I'm holding it back so much right now. No, we're we're keeping it bottled up inside, Uh, just like the genie. We're moving on. Good segue, good segue. Thank you, thank you. Let's get get sad. Okay. Because (laughs) 90s News Now has not been good. Official uh, opinion of the podcast. Fuck you, 2016. Jesus you, Christ. You piece of shit. You as, Debbie Downer. You couldn't let us have Christmas. You couldn't let us have uh, Christmas. As Connor said, we're recording Christmas Day. So let's let's do let's get the, the easier of the two out of the way. The less painful right now. Like the, Carrie Fisher. 
had a massive heart attack. As far as we know, she is still kicking. I uh, hang on, hang, hanging on. I mean, in hospital, she's in the ICU. The force is with her. I'm one with the force. The force is with me. Wow. And I'm just everyone. Just, just, just cross your fingers, toes, and eyeballs for Carrie Fisher because yeah. she needs, she needs, she needs it. Yeah, you know? she needs it. Um, I just want her to hang on. 2016, don't do this to me. Now, obviously, Carrie Fisher for us ties into the 90s because that is when Star Wars, the digitally remastered yeah, editions, special editions, special editions, were released. So I got to see these in theaters. Yes, you yeah, did too. and that was my first time really seeing Star Wars. I think was was when they were yeah. re-released, and at the time. It, you know, I have the three. Butchered. I have the box set of three on VHS. Mm-hmm. It was a whole thing. So our our very sincerest best wishes. Oh, please hang on, Carrie. Come on, please hang on. You can't go now. We're just heating up again. I know. I mean, like she's not old. No, like you got time. Speaking of not old people, fifty three. Holy is shit. not. You guys old know. Enough. Yeah, you guys. You guys know what we're gonna say. Oh, George Michael. George Flippin' Michael, age 53. Uh, like, the news is still pretty fresh. Like, we only found out a couple hours ago at yep. this point. Uh, I, and, like, on Christmas, of all days, when we're listening to things like last Christmas. It's tough. You it know? is. Holy shit. We're really at a loss for words for this. Because I have nothing to add to it. It's just really sad. Yeah. Let's try to let's try to rebound a little bit. Okay, this listen. is the final episode of 2016. And I want to try to find something remotely positive about this year. The CRTC recently upped the classification for broadband internet. In Canada. In Canada. So that's a good thing. I'm really grasping at straws. Some people's internet got cheaper recently. That is how shitty 2016 is. That's our good news. Hey man, you might be saving 10 bucks on your internet. Yeah. Sweet. Internet's going to get better eventually. Oh, I hope so. Thanks. Thanks, government regulations for for that. Okay. I mean, that's a good, that is a good thing. But shit, this year sucks. Yeah, fuck you, 2016. Looking forward to 2017. Bigger, better, brighter, etc. I hope. Yeah, let's jump into the 90s spotlight, because that's a happy one. Yeah, that, that is. This week, we would like to talk to you about Robin Williams. Obviously, he's a, a superstar in the 90s. Oh, yeah, we've mentioned that three and times well prior to this on, the, on this episode of the podcast That's alone. true. There's a lot and of Robin we've, Williams We've news. talked about him a few times. We've mentioned him here and there. We sprinkled him in. Mm-hmm. Robin Williams had a big impact on us. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to read our lives. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to read you every 90s movie, but let's just let's get a taste for it. Okay. So coming out in 89 was Dead Poets Society. Great movie. Watch it for the first time in English class. Yep. And then after that, we're looking at... Hook. Oh, I love Hook. Fern Gully. Fern Gully. Yeah. What was he in Fern Gully? Uh, he was um, Batty Coda. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Aladdin. Mrs. Ooh. Doubtfire. Uh, I mean, Mrs. Doubtfire might be my favorite movie. Yeah. Jumanji. Jumanji, Bird obviously. Cage, Jack. Birdcage? Uh, Jack is... I, I like Jack. I it's like Jack. Sad. It is sad. Uh, then we get Flubber, Goodwill Flubber. Hunting, What oh. Dreams May Come, Patch Adams, Bicentennial Man. I... Like Bicentennial Man. You got a lot going on. Not there. a lot of people like Bicentennial That's Man. That's true. I saw that in theaters. Really? Yeah. Oh, I did not see that in theaters. I mean, by by the late 90s, it's like, one, Robin Williams, huge draw for me. Two, it's a science fiction movie, I think based off an Asimov short story. I don't know. Yeah. Um, But, you know, sci-fi, Robin Williams, I'm in. So, so. as as I said before, the, the genie is one of my favorite movie characters. Mm-hmm. For me, it's Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, of course. Top 10. 
No doubt. Like he takes at least two spots in my top 10 favorite movie characters. And you were saying something about him impacting you as a person earlier. I think it does. I think at, at least for me, Robin Williams really just, it helped shape who I am it, uh, to some extent comedically. I don't think I qualify. Well, as, he's just like, so quick and so clever. Yeah. And the way lighthearted. He, yeah. Right? And just his, I don't know, his attitude towards life and everything. He was just a positive person. He was, I think like in some ways, like a father figure, despite the fact that I, you know, have a fully functional father figure. He was still a silver screen surrogate to father figures i would say it's very fair from at, at least from my position to say that you know, robin williams played a big part in my childhood oh yeah without and that has to impact who you are as a person mm-hmm. like it's i mean the way he acts in mrs doubtfire minus the drag portion is kind of what i would like to potentially one day be as a father like the way he just cares about his kids i agree with everything you said excluding the drag portion you're gonna go you're gonna go full sometimes you gotta go full drag i mean if i had to like if i if i let's say you know if it's like oh I'm gonna be this princess for halloween you have to be the the queen let's go see the rocky or i'd fucking man up like i'd do it all right. If I had to, I mean, I don't know why, but if I had to, this I'm is not now gonna... a drag related podcast. I mean, I'm not gonna like impersonate a 60 year old nanny. I really don't see that happening. Hello. But, but like, you know, if I had to dress up for Halloween, I'd, I'd, I'd I, do it. I think this is the note we finish on. Really? Uh, I, I very much like <laughs> this note for sure. All right. Um, closing yeah, closing thoughts on Robin what's our, Williams. What's our runtime at? Right it's getting now? there. Okay, yeah, this is probably a good time to to close things out. You go first. Uh just you know, thank you. Thank you Robin Williams for being a part of my childhood and a positive influence. I think especially in 2016 mm-hmm. when you look around at the world, it feels like it's more difficult today to find those very prevalent, very positive influences yeah and i think he definitely was a very positive role model growing up in in so many ways like he had he did drugs in the 80s but everyone who didn't but like the way he portrayed himself in the 90s was very was very good and i think hearted and fun yeah lighthearted, funny easygoing and just all around a good solid dude bold career prediction chris pratt becomes a pseudo robin williams oh, i'd like that right i he mean kind of like, fits the mold he could i mean he's got that he's got that jolliness like yeah. if you put a few pounds back on like yeah. he could totally fit that like the andy dwyer yeah the andy andy dwyer could totally be like robin williams son in like another universe oh that'd be funny yeah oh, oh i like that yeah that's that feels right yeah okay uh what do we have next um, let's jump in let's jump into the sponsorship segment because this one's a good sense. one. Oh we, yeah we both really like this sponsor i am i'm very happy about this so every week on the show wait did you have anything else to add about robin williams were you done i i think i i played into yours okay so fair like en- it's fair good. enough robin Just, williams good solid dude yeah. also now fan theories uh speculating the possible parentage to fictional character andy dwyer played by chris pratt wow that might be a thing that's out there in the universe yeah sponsorship Moving on to we're our getting, sponsorship segment. This episode is brought cash. to you by Cockadoodles. It's coming by full wieners. You can find it online. I'm just kidding. Uh, well, no, that is all true. It's However, true. Uh, every week on the show, we give you a fictitious sponsor. Lately, we've been massive sellouts and plugging our own coloring book. Mm. Um, well, but- we can't give a fictitious sponsor this week because 
It's Christmas. Yeah. And on Christmas, you tell the truth. Oh. So, because of that, this week, Stuck in the 90s is brought to you by a grunge rock band called Pummeled. I fucking love it. Pummeled is the grunge rock revival project by Pittsburgh natives Ben Deedles and Greg Harrington. Possible relation to Stranger Things character Steve Harrington? I don't know. Or Kid Harrington. Ooh. Yeah. We're speculating about you, Greg. This band was born from a previously dissolved project with the goal of blending 90s alternative icons Nirvana, The Melvins, Sonic Youth, Helmet, and Silverchair with a few nods to punk and stoner metal. The band recently released demos uh, available for free download on Bandcamp with physical copies in cassette form coming soon. Love it. Guys, remember Grunge Rock? It's back in cassette form cool as shit for those of you in the pittsburgh area pummeled is set to start playing local shows this spring if get out to them if it's convenient for us we're gonna go see pummeled yeah i mean the stars are really gonna have to really align on gonna this, have but to I align. Ta- yeah i talked about this if the bonnaroo lineup is good <laughs> and we go to bonnaroo yeah. and pass through pittsburgh and they have a show playing at that time oh we're within, there like, within like that day yeah i i want to check these guys out seriously check them out on Bandcamp. Um, we're probably going to do a super edit light episode, so we're not going to play any of their music because it's, no. we're supposed to have this podcast up two hours ago. We sure are. The important things to know here are, uh, their band camp is pummeled. That's P-U-M-M-E-L-E-D dot bandcamp dot com. And they describe their genre as alt sludge, which is the fucking coolest. That's my new favorite genre. Favorite genre now. Alt sludge. It's, it's some heavy stuff. Like yeah. these guys rock. If you think you might be into some sludge, check these guys out. Alt sludge, not mainstream sludge. Okay, yeah, the alternative sludge. Alternative sludge. I mean that mainstream sludge it's just too it's too too sticky. All right. Before we close this week out. This before we close this year out. Exactly. Great segue. Podcast goals for 2017. Oh, that's a spring thing. Bringing it on you. While you think I didn't of even some read that. Okay. Yeah, here's here's what I've got. It's just better. Let's just, just do it better. It was pretty good. It's pretty good. But we can do it better. Okay. That's that's my goal. That's a, a lofty, very... <laughs> actually, it's a very open-ended goal. As None. far as like your New Year's resolution, that's yep. like... Uh, it's pretty open-ended. Pretty easy to accomplish, and yeah, I like that. That's not me saying, like, I want to lose weight. That's me saying, I want to be healthy. Yeah. It's com- like, I'm committed to it, but what does it mean? Yeah, I mean, I made my New Year's resolution, like, around March last year, so... True. But I did it. I got out more. A lot of that was Pokemon. You legitimately did. A lot of that was Pokemon. Which I'm still playing. Holiday event going on now. Really stretching for time here. Oh yeah, I'm supposed to be coming up with a podcast goal, aren't I? I I thought you were saying all that just to buy more time for that. (laughs) I wasn't. You weren't. (laughs) Um my podcast goal is probably just to maybe work on something a little bit production-wise. I want to buy some acoustic foam. I don't know how much this is echoing right now, but I want to up the production value. Just a little, maybe. Would you say you want to make the podcast better? I would say I want to make the podcast great again. Wow. I don't... Make the podcast great again. 2017. 2017. God, I hope... You know what my goal is? For 2017 to have 90s news now, that is better than this shit show. That was... Yeah. Yeah. yeah agreed. Like, come on. I mean, we had some good 90s news. We had... There There were, there we were good a, things that happened this year. There was a... a but a lot of it was overshadowed by people dying every but, other week. But, you know, remember the great stuff. There yeah, was some somewhat that. moderately Raven news. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. That was pretty good. We found out about a Power Rangers movie. It got bad, but we found out about it. I still, I'm still year. holding out hope. Holding, holding out on. hope. 
Holding on. Holding there, on there was some stuff. There have been some reproduced things. There have been some Pokemon stuff. Oh, yeah. Blink-182 came out with a new album. That was a thing. I'm going to pick that up on vinyl. Okay. If I haven't already. Okay. No, I'm I haven't. That. No, I haven't. Um, anywho. I picked up Anima, on the sta- Anima of the State. That's nice. what I got on vinyl. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, so the next week for the podcast is going to be January 1st to 7th. 1991, because when we started out the show, if you've listened to episode one, it was January 1 to 7, uh, 1990. So, like we were telling you guys before, without getting into a whole heck of a lot of detail, a little bit of the format is going to change for the show. So, I think the news portion's pretty much going to stay the same, because there's a whole lot of news. Uh, we're obviously, we're going to mix up the years, so you're not going to hear the exact same week from the same year that you've already listened to. Oh yeah, that would That'd be suck. boring. Um, but as far as movies and music go, we're going to get a little bit deeper into it. We kind of glazed over the surface this yeah. year. This, we're going to bite in. Fuck. That's felt. Next year, we're going to bite into the donut that is music. The sprinkles of pop. The gooey innards of rock and rap. And out the bottom with, I guess, some alt sludge. Wow. Yeah, shout out to uh, shout out to Pummeled. <laughs> shout out to Pummeled for the, sponsoring this episode the of the donut podcast. of the alt sludge world. All right, as always, you can find us online at stuck in the nineties stuck in the nineties podcast dot com, Facebook dot com slash stuck in the nineties podcast, Twitter stuck in the nineties podcast probably. Uh, Twitter's no, sit nineties. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, that was that was good though. Yeah, uh, Instagram though is stuck in the nineties podcast. We will be getting better. We will make social media great again. I don't know if I want to go that far because this one dude tried to do that, and I don't uh, like how that went. No, it didn't work out so well. Yeah. Um, then again, maybe we run for political office, not as individual entities, but as a podcast. Yeah. The podcast itself runs for office. We incorporate corporations are people. People can run for office. America. It checks out, right? Yeah. All right. Okay. That's, uh, that's my 2017 podcast goal. Wow. To become a person. Okay. Um, Bicentennial Man. That's true. Yeah, he became a person. Wow, we really tied this whole thing together. Fucking neat bow. It's a it's Christmas. It's a yeah. You're getting a bow We're on top of the episode. It up in a bow. Wow. Let's end this shit though. Oh and, god. Uh, yeah. For now. The, for the year. For the season. season. Yeah. The podcast is, is now, now over. over. See you in season two. <laughs>